Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there in podcast land? In case you haven't noticed, this is not Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. It in, is in Chatham, Virginia. In Chatham, Virginia. Yeah. In Chatham, Virginia. Thank you, sir. Uh, you have been given the pleasure, let's go with that, of hearing uh, myself, Dan Amos, a.k.a. The Bean, old bean bag, if you will, and I'm joined by... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, that's, that's what your dad called me last week, old bean I know, bag. but you have the advantage to not get... Slandered, did you no, slander I'm, yourself? I'm good. I've uh, accepted just, my lot uh, in life here. Yeah, you're just riding it, riding <laughs> that wave, <laughs> riding that wave of beans. Uh, the, uh, the other voice you hear so pleasantly uh, in your ear holes is uh, Drew Meadows, uh, Hank's son, associate pastor of Marion Baptist Church, Chatham, Chatham Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Thank Chatham, you, Virginia. thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, uh, man, it it it's been a while since the two of us have had the reins. Uh, I think. The there. intro took a lot less time. Yes, yes. Last time I did the intro, I think it was somewhere around 42 takes. Uh, <laughs> it's harder when your dad's in the room with Staring us. Staring at us with yeah, his, with his gauntly eyes. <laughs> so uh, the reason we're here, we have in a, it's not a hostile takeover. Uh, first of all, I have to get something clear. I was thinking about this. Drew and I are the two world's worst people when it comes to lying about what day it is. <laughs> Okay, we cannot we cannot act like we're this thing is live at all. It's horrible. We'll get confused. We'll confuse you. It's going to be a mess. The Lord works in my heart when I lie. About <laughs> that's, the that's, right. that's how that's how pure we are here. You, you can just we go, can't even lie about the day. You can go watch my uh, <laughs> just go watch old Facebook live yes. videos during COVID. Happy third Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Um, but no, uh, Hank and Mona are, are with a group in Brazil. Correct, Brazil. Um, and we just we pray that they uh, with world us, reach. Yes, we'll give him a shout out. Yes, and uh, and we just pray that their uh, their time there is beneficial and that uh, they return safely. So so. Again, we're we're not lying here. They're not there yet. They're, they they they're left today. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. he still he might be in Greensboro. They're in transit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been, been to Greensboro, they still need our prayers very much. <laughs> I get lost every time I go to Greensboro. Every time. Uh, I'm used to the one stoplight here in Chatham. It throws me off. <laughs> you get it too it's just crazy <laughs> so, that's, so that's why we're here um please 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 don't don't turn it off i swear it gets better um so today we're going to be in acts five and more than likely if we're doing a great job today we're going to go from one to 11 with a little hit of 12 and 13 but if you ever been a goose of grace we'll be lucky to get four, four. One, one to four is really going to hit our limit here probably <laughs> um now i'm going to flex my power i don't usually have the power to do this um mona always makes me pray and she she reads she's really feisty about that uh so i'm gonna make you read now no no <laughs> yes no. <laughs> reverse psychology <No. laughs> Oh, man, right out of the gate. Uh, I'm pray. going to read. I'm going to make you you pray. I'm going to give you the opportunity to pray. Okay. I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> okay, I All got right. you. Um, so, again, we are in Acts 5, and I'm going to read um, 1 through 11. That way we, we can at least say we gave it to you, even <laughs> if we don't get to half of it. All right, Acts, uh, Acts chapter 5, again, 1 through 11. But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property, 
And with his wife's knowledge, he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have convinced this deed in your heart? Contrive this deed in your heart. Now I know why I don't usually read. Contrive this deed in your heart. You have not lied to man, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last. And great fear came upon all who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. When the young men came in, they found her dead and carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. Let's pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for this day. Thank you for letting me and Dan um, be able to to go over your word, Lord, and, and talk about it and discuss it openly, Lord. Um, be with the group that's going to Brazil, even if it's just one person down there that needs to hear it. Um, hear your word, Lord. Um, open their ears to receive the gospel, Lord. Um, and just bless them as they go down there. Um, fill them up so you can uh, pour them out, Lord, while they're down there, Lord. Um, thank you for this day. Thank you for la- allowing us to be here. Um, in, your name I wor- in your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> All right. So I'm a big fan of starting uh, at the beginning. Well, actually, I'm going to give a little, little introduction to, to why. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. When Hank said we're, this was the uh, scripture he wanted us to cover, I said, thanks for giving us a softball. But not really. And he said, no, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It is, but I don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's one of those, those pieces of scripture. I read it and I kind of, all right, I got through it. Let's let's keep moving. Um, but the great thing about God's word is if, if you don't like it, um, I promise you, his word's not wrong. You are. And so while I was preparing for this, there there's some things I'm going to hit on that I really had to change my mind about. Once you get... Uh, more information on it, your feeling about the scripture hopefully will change as Wh- one did. Which, I mean, if, if you actually look at the text and you read it to, to gain something from it, you'll realize this is something a lot of people struggle with because oh, yeah. Th- yeah, this, yeah. this is this is a struggle between giving God what he deserves versus doing something to get stature, get right. popularity. Um, and that's something we, we struggle with, especially in the church, because people really love that pat on the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We want everybody to see what we do. And um, and I tell you, just just last week, I was talking to somebody about the, um, the scripture we were going to cover, and I said, well, I, the reason I don't like it is at the time, it didn't fit. So what you see in the New Testament is is – a portrayal of God that you would expect in the God Old is Testament. Love. Yeah. yeah. God is so, love. So in the New Testament, we, we hear about grace, we hear about love, and so often we go astray by thinking that's all there is. Well, well God loves me so I can do whatever I want. No, God is still holy. God is still all these things 100%. He's holy. He's just. He's perfect. He's mighty. Yes, he's loving. He's full of grace. But one of those things doesn't overrun all the others, and so I want to make sure— and- and it's kind of it's, it's kind of funny because <clears throat> a lot of times we we view God as 
two distinct different people, the Old Testament God and the New Testament yeah, God. Yeah. When in reality, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a parent. Yeah, you know, yeah. my dad, when, when I was a kid, was super strict with me. You know, when I went into a store, I had to keep my hands in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I love to touch things. Um, couldn't talk to strangers because I love to talk. <laughs> um, I had a lot of rules. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad nothing's uh, changed since you were, you were yeah. about four or five. <laughs> and so and so as as I got older, though, it was less, less dictatorial, more yeah, of, yeah. hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be. You know, a parent, but like more of a best friend parent well, deal. Your understanding I'm, changed, yes. so he could talk to you more on that level than he could when and, you were. But kid. there were yeah. times where the old oh, yeah. dad would have yeah. to come out. You know, like, I would go in a store and break something, if and you're going to be a head, This is what you get. Yeah. yeah, and so, and so he would have to remind me that hey, even though I became less strict with you, right. there's still a line, and you've crossed that line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what you know. That's really what God had to do here is is yeah. to show, hey, look, I, yes, I I am full of grace and I'll, I'm full of love, but there's a line. Yeah, yeah. There there's certain things we just don't do, and and I I would just reiterate that that, um, you know, we've said time and time again this for example, God does not change. You know, the fact that w- we were given forgiveness didn't mean that God said, okay, I'm I'm no longer going to be holy. It meant that He had one way that allowed him to remain who he was, but us to still receive forgiveness. And that was, was Jesus Christ. But let's jump in. Um, so first of all, the first big, big change that, that happened to my understanding. So if we look back um, just a couple chapters in Acts, we see that, okay, this is the early church. People were selling what they had to provide for, for others as they had needed. And, and specifically, if you go back to, to I think it's the four, uh, it is. We we had just seen Barnabas sell a whole field and donate every yeah. single dime of it to the yeah. church. And I'm also going. I'm going to go back one more. I'm going to go back one more to three. Okay, we covered three um, last week. I'm trying to make sure I'm not <laughs> trying to get my time right here. We covered three last week, and and it can seem like such a contrast because we we have. The lame man being being healed, and he's jumping for joy. And we say, "Oh, isn't God great? Look what He did!" And then we come here, and we got two people just flat out laid out uh, for lying. And and by the end of it, I just want to put this in the back of your head: um, that's the same God. And and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I wanted to, I wanted to throw that out real quick. And and you know. And you might say, well, I don't know why Ananias and Fire would even lie about it. It's because, I mean, imagine Barnabas comes in here, you know, and, and Barnabas wasn't doing this for stature, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He sold that because he he believed it was it was his duty to do that, to give to the church, right. give, you know, try to give as much as he can because of how much God gave us right, in, in right. his death on the cross, his resurrection and all uh, his ascension and all that. And so he was doing it to glorify God. Yeah. But in that, he got praised for being obedient, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, because you can imagine someone comes in with, with with all this money to to a startup, because that's what the church is—a yeah. startup, yeah. literally. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's it's not what we see today. Right. And so, to give all this money to so, something that doesn't have a lot of money, right. it's really helping it out. You mm-hmm. know, it, it gives them abilities that they did not have before. So people are 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 joyous. You know, they're they're grateful. Right. Right. And, you know, so you can tell how it is. They're, they're thanking him. You right. know, when, people notice that, yeah, that this is. When, I'm gonna say like the best way I can describe it when Rick Vi comes to town. Mm-hmm. 
this church loves Rick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, they love Rick Vile with a passion. And so when he comes, everyone wants to talk to Rick. So oh, yeah. Rick, Rick, it's like he has a posse following him everywhere <laughs> yeah, of different yeah. people. But it's just people trying to talk to him, get yeah. you know, get to know him, and 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 just you know, be be there with him yeah. for a little bit. And that's what was happening with with Barnabas. I guarantee, as people were like just around him, thanking him, mm-hmm. you know, him getting not glory for himself, but glory for God. But people were, you know. Thankful for it, and Ananias and Sapphira became jealous. Well, and that's the thing. So that was the first. That that's a perfect lead into the first thing that changed about um, how I saw the scripture. I always had this idea that it was required that they do this. It wasn't. They said, "Hey guys, we promise we're going to sell this. This is the amount that we're going to give to you guys. This is what we're going to sell it for." And so they went out of their way. They offered this up. It wasn't a thing of the church saying, hey, you guys have to do this. They came together. They had a plan. And so what happened then, and this goes directly to what you were saying, what happened is they wanted it both ways. They wanted to keep some for themselves, but also make this big grand gesture. It, it's, it's like they, they wanted to give, so they had their arms extended fully, yeah. but their fist was still closed. They, want, they wanted to let a couple of sprinkles out of the bottom, yeah. but be, be which, recognized which, for I this mean, huge thing. Which, ma- I yeah. mean, makes this, in my eyes, worse because no one was forcing them to do this. Right. They're, 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 this was free will lying. And we see if it, um, let me see where we're at here. Um, okay, here we go. Um, verse three, but Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? So they were saying, look, this was your land. You had the right to do what you wanted to with it, but you came willingly and decided to lot to to inflate your ego, to inflate your standing uh, among the others with the church, and so this isn't a thing of you know. It it has another layer to it where it's very intentional. Um, we get the the idea that Ananias and Sapphira had had discussed this, and and I mean they were in cahoots Oops. together. Oh, look at that! Look well, at there, and, and it really reminded me. Um, is is not quite the same vibe, but it reminds me uh, going back to Genesis three, where you know, even though he, he blamed it on Eve, Adam's like, yeah, okay, he was he was right there along. It's with crazy it. though because roles are reversed. Yeah, because the the man did it this time, the first, and then the woman yeah. came in after. Uh, <laughs> just parallels there. The, the um, but uh, it, it also goes back to hold on, um. Deuteronomy 6.5. Deuteronomy 6.5. Old dude. All right. <laughs> By the way, this is for you, Hank. Listen to those pages turn. Uh, it was a group of them at the time. It was, yeah, I didn't quite, didn't quite get the sweet sound I was looking for there. 6.5. And, and a lot of us are familiar with this. It is a... Uh, let me rip my post-it note off of there. Um so here we go. Uh, you shall love the Lord with the God, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And see what we see here is, I love God with a little bit. I love God as long as it gets me recognition. But there's no way it's all when you're you're saying I'll give, you know, enough to get me recognition, but I'm holding on to this myself. Um, again, even going out of your way to to. Give more than than what was quote unquote required, but then lying about it. Um, 
that that just tells you what's in his heart. We're going to talk about why that's so important here and, in just a and minute. Can, can I, can, can yes. I, I'm, gonna say, I'm, gonna I'm going to stay on verse three for a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Just with, <clears throat> I really want to focus on Peter here because I, I, I guarantee, because we know Peter was a fisherman. He wasn't right. smart. Right. <laughs> just to tell you how close. Sorry to all you fishermen out there. How close he he, he was, how, how filled with the spirit he was yeah. at this point. Because I guarantee he didn't know how much. Per oh, lane, sure. like yeah. per acre, yeah. you, you were going to yeah. get, and so to be filled with the spirit to know that when Ananias comes in and hands him mm-hmm. this money, that this isn't the full amount. Yeah, you have to be really in oh, with yeah. the spirit to be able to call somebody out like that. And you can you can lie to people, you can't lie to God. That just doesn't happen. And and then man, let me just say though, P- Peter, he's he's the dude to do this though, because I mean we always see Peter. Peter's not afraid to talk, right? And and to call somebody out the way he did, you know. I mean, I took guts because a lot of people are like, hey, now look, I know you said this. And he's like, and nice. Why has Satan filled your heart? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> not exactly a brotherly greeting, yeah. you know. It's, but, yeah. I mean, I mean, but it's called for, and, and, and oh, that's, that's what it is. And yeah. he didn't he didn't ridicule him in front of everybody. It was right. in the room. Um, I mean, it was in the room. How, Lord knows how many people were around him. I mean, there were some young men to, to, to carry him out. But it wasn't like he put him on a pedestal, but he did call him out. Well, and and he points out exactly what we were talking about. You haven't lied to man, but to God. And, and this is why I love, this is the power of those words and the power of the spirit. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last. Now, here's Smite. the thing: I don't know if Peter knew this was getting ready to happen. I don't know if if he said, "Okay, as soon as I say this, he he's a goner." But we do know. That we that he knew when it came to Sapphira. Oh, he when, when I, I guarantee he when that when, when, when he dropped dead, he was yeah. like his wife's next. <laughs> yeah, like like this is happening. Um, Which and, and and that's the crazy part is Peter didn't know what God was going to do, right? But yet he still saw fit to call him out. And and well, because and, he because he, he did, I mean he didn't know God was going to punish him there. Right, right. You know? But he knew ultimately. He was going to have to face the consequences of those actions, well, whether and, it's before God or, you know, right then and there, like yeah, God did. Yeah, very instantaneous in this yeah, case, yeah. yeah. But the um, we talked about uh, last week just a little bit the the obedience and the faith that's required, um, and those two go hand in hand. If if your faith is strong, you're going to be obedient uh, because you you believe that God is who he says he is and so you're you're going to follow his will and and want to be part of his will. Now, I'm not saying Peter said, "Oh, pick me, pick me. I want to be the guy that tells him he's I want a goner. To, I want to be the guy yeah. who causes the smiting. But yeah, yeah, I want to be the instrument of smiting. Yeah. <laughs> but the um no, but but it's that willingness to say, you know, I don't care what the outcome is. God is good, and whatever He's doing, I want to be part of it. And there's no obedience. You go back there. to Isaiah six. I mean, that's a perfect representation yeah. of you know Isaiah's in the temple. He's mourning King Uzziah's death, and God says, "Hey, wh- whom shall I send? Who will go for us?" And, and Isaiah replies, "Here I am, Lord, send me." Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's, it's that willingness. It's not, "Hey, can you give me all the details, and I'll let you know." Yeah. It's, "Hey." Whatever it is, and and and, and, th- and that's yeah. what the gospel calls for. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's what Jesus calls us to is to give up everything. Yeah. Now, if Ananias and Sapphira hadn't said, "Hey, we're going to sell this land and give right. you all of it," 
if they wouldn't have said that and still gave a portion, I don't like God wouldn't have smited them. But right. it was the fact that he lied. So don't think we're saying yeah. if you sell something, you don't give God all the proceeds, you're going to get <laughs> yeah. smited. No, it, it's the fact that they lied about that. They right. were they were doing it. They were giving that money not to glorify God, not to help God's kingdom grow, right. but to 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 get stature within the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and. That's a perfect segue, but I'm going to stop I with the just, question. I am segue. You were you were just moving me right along. I am on a segue apparently. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. There's always so, one, there's always just FYI in case you've never heard the Goose of Grace. There's always one line I say every every, every podcast that gets Dan speechless. Yet, I'm still not prepared for it somehow. Um, no, I want to hit a question before we go to our next point here, and that is. Can you can you lie to God? I mean, think about what I'm asking. Think about what I'm asking. Can you, you lie to God? You can lie to Him. You're right. not going to get away with that, it. That's what. And that's we see a is, lot of people try. Yeah, and, and that was one thing that I had to kind of wrap my head around. I was like, they can't lie to God. He know, but you can. Oh, when I, mean, I was a kid, I could try to lie to my dad. Now he knew that I, it wasn't going to stop I'm, me from. I'm trying. not. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And, and and when my dad's back on this podcast, he can vouch. <laughs> That's one thing I cannot do with my parents. <laughs> Even like as a twenty, oh, I've heard, 20, I've heard the stories. Yeah, yeah twenty-five yeah. year old, about to be twenty-six year old. Yeah. I cannot lie to oh, them. Gosh, I'm old. It, it, it's just the the guilt that hits me. I ju- I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. For some reason, I have this fact in my head that my dad's all knowing. See, he already knows the truth. So me lying, I'm, I feel like Adam in in, in the Garden of Eden. Like, dude already knows. That. I don't know why just, I'm talking. We need to skip the middleman yeah. and just yeah. get to it here. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> all right. So now for our segue that you said so perfectly for. Um, all right, so this this will be, and this was part of my my thinking for a long time as well. Um, is this a bit of an overreaction? By God, yeah, nah. no, no, nah. okay. Now, now that was the easy part. Now that was the setup. Why? Uh, Why was it so important that that not only Ananias, but then well, let's hit, hit on this real quick. Sapphira comes in, and she has no idea her husband's buried. Like. They, I love that. No time to mourn. The way this is put, that um, behold way, the feet of those who have buried your husband are I at say, the door. What a way to tell her yeah. that your husband's dead yeah. is by saying, "Hey, the same guys that carried your dead husband out of here is about to carry that you." Dirt on their feet is from from digging his grave. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but but she comes in and and tries the same the same thing. I mean, they had a plan. They they're united in their sin here, but. Same thing happens, same result. So so we do have some consistency short term. They both lied to God. They both were put down. That that sounds harsh. <laughs> I apologize. But that, I mean that's what it is. They were they it's, were it's funny. Ended, when you, right? when you say put down, talk about humans, you say it's too harsh. When we say put down animals, it's yeah, like that's yeah, an easy it's way fine. to say it. Because <laughs> this isn't one where I feel like they were laid to rest. <laughs> you know, they're bam, smited. You're I mean, out. yeah. Yeah. Um why why is that not a reaction? Why was it so important that this be be done? Going back to to the parents thing about how yeah. you know the strictness and the boundaries. You know, by the first time I was late, it was not my fault, it was my sister's. Right. Because she was taking too long with her date. It was a double date. And we all she, knew your sister. I mean, yeah. 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 And she took it too long. But I still had <laughs> I still had to give him my keys for a week. Yeah. Now, was it my fault? No. Right. But he had rules. Right. And in order for him to be a just God, right. he had to follow those rules. And if right. I didn't obey, I had to face whatever punishment he had already set forth. So you're saying, you're saying that God had previously told us we 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 should not 
lie to him, that we should take him seriously. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Well, I feel like, and it must be something about this chair, because two things it, have happened. It, it's funny, though, because you're not even in his chair. I'm not. You're in his spot. I'm in his spot. His it's chair this, is, is a little to the location. left. <laughs> um, because I've, done be two, I've picked up three things now. The intro, asking <laughs> questions, and now being sassy when I know the answer and, and know the scripture for it. Um, so I want to go to Proverbs for just a minute, uh, nine ten. It's our official page flipping. He hasn't bookmarked. There it is. Uh, Proverbs nine ten. Thanks a lot. Um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Um, you know, and we don't like that word anymore. We don't like fear. We want to replace it with respect or caring or whatever. But no, God commands it's us to fear, fear him. Yeah. yeah. It's fear. Don't he, make that mistake. He's clear about that. Now, he is clear. It's not, it's not, oh, no, where is he? Is he going to get me right this minute? No. It's, I, and I, I, I guarantee you, I've heard your dad put it this way as well. Um, you know, I love my dad. I respect my dad. Also feared him. Not every day of my life I'm like peeking around. Going, <laughs> you, is he there? <laughs> you sleep with one eye open. Yeah, your dad's going to jump off the, the top rope. bushes every time I go outside to see if he's hiding or anything. No, but it's this idea that I know he's the authority. I know I'm not, and I I recognize that difference in position, and that's what this is. Look, God can do what God wants. And he's still perfect and good and holy just because of the fact that it's his will makes it perfect and holy. So, yes, we should fear him. And and if he had not done what he had done, he would not have been just because he would have been giving somebody favor over over someone else, even if it was 400 years ago well, that, in the Old Testament. And that's the thing. Who would who would he have given who would have lost favor? Here's the thing. They were they were taking something for themselves, which means they were placing themselves over God, over the truth. And, 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 you, so, and you, yeah. I, I can't, I can't, off the top of my head, can't figure out where it's at. I mean, look at Saul. He he tells Saul yeah. after they 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 ran ran through that village. Hey, kill everything. Mm-hmm. You know, don't take anything for yourself. But he lets his army right. take things. He takes some stuff for himself. Right. And with that, he loses his whole kingdom. Yeah, he 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 was. He was blessed by God up until that point. Yeah. And God said, hey, look, guess what? I'm raising up a new king because you did right. that. Like, that was a fe- that was a fierce punishment. What What is God's is God's. Yeah. It's not for us to decide what's on. he tells all. you yeah. what to do, and, and you lie to him about that, the fact that you didn't do it, then at that point— at that point, sorry, sorry, we just had a moment of freaking Drew out. Drew and I just heard a phone, and to us, that's, that's the same as a squirrel running by, and we both have to stop and look. Okay. And so, I just forgot what I was saying, but um, he lost his whole kingdom right. because of that. Well, and, and that brings us to, to the point I wanted to make sure we hit. Um, so, was that reaction? No. First of all, because God is God, and what he commands is what he commands, and, and it's not our place to say that's great. But I'm taking this for myself. So, so first of all, whatever God desires to do, because He's God, He can do, and He's still good and holy, regardless of how we feel about it. Make sure you understand that. The second thing is, this is important. I want to jump real quick. I think this may be my last jump to uh, Galatians five nine. Real quick, Galatians five nine, and uh, you know, there's a little. I have completely lost it. Hold on one second. 
Here we go. We're getting there. We're getting there. These are, these are authentic page flips. Yeah, yeah, these are authentic because apparently I didn't mark my spot. Um, Galatians 5, 9. The last page is always the hardest. There we go. Uh, the, uh, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Um, that that seems like a lot of turning for that, but it's very important, I promise. This was, we, we hit on this a little bit earlier. This was at the early point in church history, okay? This was the forming of what, what becomes the early church, okay? That attitude, that attitude of, well, you know, I need favor with people more than I need favor with God. Because that's what they were really saying. I don't I don't care what God thinks about me. I can lie to him. I just need people to believe the lie long enough for me to gain favor with them. That could have ruined the early church. It needed to be rooted out. And you say, well, well, some of that attitude is there today. Well, absolutely, it's everywhere today. But the thing is, the church is established, and for now— that's not going to put an end by any means to the church. This was this was a, like he said, a small startup essentially of of the church, and so two things. Number one, um, he did this because the foundation of the church was being laid, and it had to be just like if you're pouring concrete for a foundation and it's not mixed right, it's going to eventually break down. That's what he was preventing. It was worth these two people being put down to save that young church. The second part of that is just because we don't see people being being put down left and right at that moment doesn't mean judgment isn't going to happen. And like, that, like I said earlier, Peter didn't yeah. know he, that he was going to get smited. Right. Peter knew he was going to face the consequences right. at some point. Yeah. And so so I want to make sure, you know, don't we make those mistakes often when we don't see that instant that instant, man, I can't snap. That uh, that instant, uh, what's the word? Uh, consequence. We say, oh well, God let this one slide. God lets nothing slide, and you're not getting away with anything. Understand this: if if you're not paying eternally for it, because I'm not going to question whether you're saved or not, you're paying in your relationship with God and the role you have the privilege of playing in God's kingdom. You're missing out. See, God's will is going to be done, but are you going to have the privilege of being part of it? And, and when you do these things, you're taking yourself out of out of being an active part of God's kingdom. And 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 this is an, another over overview point that I, I just kind of came to the came to the um, realization. There we go. Epiphany. I said, yeah, I almost said relapse, but that's definitely. <laughs> um, and so is so close. People argue all the time free will. Yeah, yeah. This is a perfect example of yeah. free will. But it's also a perfect example of with free will comes consequences. <laughs> I was about to say, this is what people in general do with free if, will. If, I'm going to say, if, if they did not, if Anonymous Fire, if we did not truly have free will, right. they would not have been able yeah. to lie. They would not, once they said it, they would, God would have forced them to do it. Yeah, yeah. But they have that free will. To do it, mm-hmm. you know, you have the free will to lie. Adam and Eve had that free will to lie in the garden to eat, right. and so we have to come to that understanding: is we truly have free will. God knows everything; mm-hmm. He does not force us right. to come to. He, he does not force us to choose. Right now, yes, you might say, "Well, He created you to to make that choice." He created you to have free will. He created yeah. you to make a choice, and. It's still at the at the end of the day, even though God knows what we're going to choose. Right, right. It's still our choice. It's still our Absolutely. choice. Like, for example, 
and this is this is the best example. My dad knew I was going to play baseball growing up. Yeah. Because before I ever played T-ball, that's what I did. I loved playing baseball. Mm. I would watch baseball. Every place I'd go, I'd watch baseball with my dad. Right. It was – my father knew I was going to play. He could have signed me up <laughs> without my knowledge, and I would have been cool with it. Yeah. But he still came to me and said, Drew, do you want right. to play right. baseball? Right. He was not forcing me. He literally said, I don't care if you do. If you don't, that's cool. I don't yeah. care. Just tell me what you want to do so I can sign you up yeah. or we can miss it. He knew I was going to say yes. Right. But, but it was he, still your choice to he make. Still, yeah. The day I made that decision, the next right. day he went and got the paperwork. Right. He didn't have the paperwork filled out. Right. He right. went and got the paperwork after because right. he let me choose. Yeah. No, that's an important important point. That that brings us uh, to, believe it or not, to close. Good grief. And we got to verse six. Oh, Whoa. Wait, wait, no. No, I'm going to jump ahead. I got to jump oh, ahead no, real no, quick. No, we, you talked about her wife Look, and yeah, the wife. So we yeah. got to at least verse I'm, eight. I'm hijacking this verse eight. Sorry, okay. we're going five minutes over. Here we go. The I want to jump down to we lost uh, half our listeners. <laughs> 11 and 12. Okay. Uh, let's start with 11. Uh, Acts 5. Uh, 11 and great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard these things now let's jump to 12 now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles and they were all together in solomon's portico all right so here's the thing i want to tie this back to last week when we talked about the the lame man being healed we said that was done for god's glory now grant that that man was very happy it happened to him. Don't get me wrong. But ultimately, it was done for God's glory. So was this. So often, we forget the God we serve. We forget that he is holy, that he demands that we be obedient. But when we're reminded through things like this, through through what at first glance may seem like a, a harsh consequence, that's when people start really taking God at his word. They start spending time in God's word, and you start to see revival break, up, break out. It's not just when we have those moments like when the lame walk. It's when we realize that there are consequences to our faith, our lack of faith, our abuse of, of you know, I mean, we really do. We abuse God's love and God's grace. Yeah, we, we abuse it by saying, I can sin because God will forgive me. Yeah. And so these moments anchor us back to God and and give us, there's that word again, that fear that he demands, and, and it makes him, uh, the, the word that, that comes to mind is what Hank has said so often, it makes him preemptive once more. Um, and so we need those reminders. So be thankful for these moments where we're called to look as, as, as much as we can on this side of eternity at God in, in the the most realistic way we can well, be recognized who he really is. I'm about to say, it, it, it brings us to the realization of who God truly is because so often when he's dormant, when you look at the Old Testament, when he's dormant, right. when, um, when God allows Israel to, to do their thing, they fall off because they don't see him as God. They see right. him as someone who helped their ancestors. We see him allowing and, something to happen as neglect. And yeah. it's not. When he in reality, exactly he's allowing us right. to do our thing. He's allowing right. us to have that free it, yes. free will. And then when he comes in, and you, and you might even say he's flexing his muscles, but he, right. he's just reminding us as a parent, as reminding How quickly we the, forget yeah, the yeah. kids who he is. Yes. In yes. that moment, we respect him and we look to him more because we understand it draws us he closer. is in control. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Big thought. Big thought. Big thought. Big thought is 
we truly have free will, and based on that use, what are you counting? Uh, you, every time we have big thought, yours is really short, and I, I go on we, forever. So all I right. just want to. Hey, we have free will. <laughs> oh, see, you shortened it. <laughs> all right. We, we, yeah, absolutely. We have free will, and God is a just God. Boom. Boom. Bang. One right sentence. Here. Let's go. I like it. I like it. Continues. I'm not even, even going to add to it. I'm not even going to add to that. I'm going to just. I'm going to share my, which is um, <laughs> share your epiphany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Share my epiphany. No, just um, he just. Pulled out seven pages, guys. It's, it's what I, it's what I <laughs> chapter one. It's what I started with, and that is, um, it's really more about about being in God's word. If you don't agree with it, find out how to correct yourself. God's word doesn't need to change. You need to change. And God's what the the only thing I can say is, if if you're struggling with it, keep reading it. It will reveal itself. In in the words of, of Doctor Henry M. Michael Meadows Jr. <laughs> Um, build a bridge and get over it. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. There you go. All right. Um, I'll close this out in prayer. We'll we'll put this thing to rest. All right. There you, oh, show off. You can snap. I'm struggling there. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again just for the truths of your word and, and the fact that we know that your word is, is never wrong and that's always good for instruction. Heavenly Father, let us always align our hearts with your word and never try to go the other way around. And Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this word that you are God. Um, no matter how often we try to bring you down to our level, you are holy, you are perfect, you are just, you are full of grace. Um, but you will not be denied your throne. So, Heavenly Father, we, we pray that this word reaches those who would hear it, and we uh, thank you for this opportunity to share your word with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we made it. Hey. We made it. And remember, Jesus' love for you is unconditional, so have a great week. Bye, y'all.